Welcome to the Own Your Choices, Own Your Life podcast. I am your host, Marsha Van Weinsberg. I'm a business coach, speaker, and author of the best-selling book, When She Stopped Asking Why. On this podcast, we will use the tips, tools, and strategies used by myself and our speakers to break through and overcome the challenges in our lives. When we take radical responsibility of our choices, create boundaries, grow our courage, and practice self-care, and letting go of what isn't ours to control, we can completely change our stories. When we take full ownership of our stories, we take back our personal power, and this allows us to impact, serve, and support others by showing them that they are not alone and helping them find freedom from their stories. When you own your choices, you truly own your life. Let's dive in. Welcome to another episode of Own Your Choices, Own Your Life. And this is the Monday Mindset episode where we talk about the tips and the tools and the strategies to help you shift your thinking when you have those moments during the week where you get a little bit frustrated, right? We're all human. So I talk a lot on this podcast about self-care. You've heard me talk about it. If you've listened and if you're not, if you haven't, then this really, this episode is for you. So over a course of about three days, I had the acronym HALT, H-A-L-T, given to me by two different podcast hosts and then a client. And I was like, okay, I have to look this up. So apparently there is a comedian, Whitney Cummings, and she talks about the the premise of HALT. It's an acronym. So what it stands for is H is hungry. A is angry, L is lonely, and T is tired. Okay, I'm going to come back to it, but I just wanted to lay that out for you first. So it came into my world three times in a matter of days. So I went, okay, time to pay attention. Got it, universe, I'm listening. Self-care is about filling our own cup first before we fill anyone else's. As a mom, I'm going to pick up moms for a second. It's really easy to put everyone else first and ourselves last. And then sometimes we can find ourselves in a situation where we're frustrated because it seems like everyone else has time for themselves and they make time for it, yet we don't. So we have to be careful in that situation that we recognize that we have a responsibility to ourselves to put ourselves first so that we can give to others and also not meeting resentment when others are doing that and we're not, we might just have to ask for help. And that's okay too. It's not weakness. So we have to come through this premise to understand that self-care is incredibly important for ourselves. And we are long past the days of self-care being the massage, the manicures, all of those things, as wonderful as that might be, but especially in this time of the pandemic, a lot of those things have been left by the wayside because we're just not, there's just, they haven't been available. So self-care is really about the things that you need in order to be the best version of you. It's filling your own cup first so that you can give to others. Self-care is about giving the world what is the best of you and not what is left of you. That one hit home. Okay, I'm going to say it again. Self-care is about giving the world what is the best of you, not what is left of you. If you're waiting for the very end of when you are done to give to others and you have nothing left... It's impossible. You just can't do it. It's not possible. So when you fill your own cup first, if you go back to the cup and the saucer, when you fill your cup first and it overflows into the saucer, the overflow that is in the saucer is what allows you to feed and give to others. 
But if your cup is bone dry and you have nothing left and you're trying to give to others, but now you can't because you're exhausted. And then that leads to resentment and frustration. And you can just see where the cycle is going, that there's nothing left to give to anyone else. So there is no best of you because it's not there. It's just not there and it's not available. So let's talk about halt. Again, hungry, angry, lonely, or tired. What you want to do is if you are in the middle of handling situations, you have to sometimes assess. Like if you catch yourself when you're like, I am not proud of how I'm handling this right now, or I'm beyond tired, or I'm frustrated, and I feel very much alone, like no one is listening to me. What if we just stop and look at this acronym? If you're feeling hungry, angry, lonely, or tired, what you have to do is to handle those emotions first before trying to serve or take care of anyone else. Because if you are feeling those emotions and you go to try and give to others when you have nothing left, all you're doing is feeding the cycle of frustration and anger and resentment and keeping yourself stuck in those emotions for even longer. When it sometimes it could be as simple as 10 minutes that I need 10 minutes. I need to eat something. I need to process while I'm ang- why I'm angry. And maybe I need to get to bed sooner, put my phone down, do all those things. And the last one being lonely, understanding like what is it that you can change or shift about feeling lonely. I understand that's another category in its own. And especially in this time right now where we are more isolated, that it's hard to be connected to others. We have to intentionally go out of our way to build and create that connection because it's easy to feel like we are alone on our island right now because that's what life feels like. So when you are dealing with a conflict or a difficult experience or difficult conversation that you have to have with somebody, I would absolutely go back to this acronym of hungry, angry, lonely, or tired and make sure that you have covered off your bases for those things. Because if you're going into a difficult situation or a conflict and you are feeling those things, then you're not, you're setting yourself up for some frustration and disappointment. It's not going to work. You have to deal with those things first to give yourself a chance to be able to deal with the rest of the emotions afterwards that can come up. If you find yourself continually falling into these patterns, like falling back into these patterns of not taking time for yourself or being in any of those four emotions over and over, there's probably an underlying codependency or people-pleasing patterns that you have to address. This is going to push buttons, okay? So listen up. Keep your ears open, lots of love, because I'm saying this because I love you and because I want you to be able to see this from a different light. People pleasers, they tend not to have a lot of boundaries in place. They tend to put everyone else's emotions, feelings, experiences ahead of their own. They are the yes people. They say yes to everyone else except to themselves last. And there tends to be a lot of resentment because they don't think about themselves. They don't put themselves up on that ladder, a ladder of like filling yourself first and taking care of yourself first. So if you are a people pleaser, by the time this podcast goes out, my quiz for the four blocks to owning your story, either the victim, the hider, the people pleaser, or the fighter, it helps to identify which one you are and then helps to break down what to do with this in order to create change in your life. So there'll be a whole category in a video on people pleasers if this is you. So that's the first thing. 
The second is, is if you are continually falling back into these patterns, there's also likely an underlying codependency that's happening. Now, let's talk a little bit about codependency. This could be a podcast on its own. And if you really want to know about know more about codependency, I really encourage you to go look up Melody Beattie because all of Melody Beattie's work on codependency, it changed my life. It actually really did change my life. It helped me to understand. A counselor said to me years ago, you were codependent on your kids. And I'm like, no, I'm not. No, I'm not because I'm the fighter. And no, I'm not. It's just how my brain works until I really looked at it and realized that, oh, I am codependent. Codependency is that my, there is no line where their responsibilities and mine lie. Everything is intermixed together. And everything I would make for a decision of what I was going to do was based on what were they doing? How bad were things at this time? What was, what crisis was going on? I never put myself first. I only responded to everything that was happening with them. And I understand that you're a mom. I get this and I, I get it. This is what I did. But when you live in that cycle, you are not even giving yourself a chance and you're not even thinking remotely once about yourself. That just doesn't set you up for success either. So if you continually fall back into these patterns where you are ignoring the hungry, angry, lonely, or tired, those emotions have to be dealt with first. And if you're continually falling into the people pleaser or the codependency, then you are setting yourself up for repeated failure. And I say it with the most amount of love. Why? Like why? You're setting yourself up for not having success, not being able to create change in your life. And it's just a massive, massive frustration that I really don't want you to be experiencing. Honestly, there's so much more that you could be doing. And I think that if you use this acronym, it will help you to realize that, wait, I'm experiencing those emotions every single day. No wonder I'm feeling frustrated by not feeling like I can do this in my life because there's nothing left of you to give. The next thing I want to say about this is that these are four basic human needs. And if we can't give them to ourselves first, we ultimately have nothing left to give to anyone else. So if we can't meet these basic human needs of ourselves first, how can we possibly give that to someone else? It's just, it's not possible. So these are basic. We're not talking like this is the basic part of self-care, the basic premise of self-care that is incredibly important to be able to give to yourself first. In order to be able to put these things into place is going to require the necessary boundaries, self-care practices, and recognizing the traps that you fall into and remembering to practice grace and compassion. So let me spell that out. Boundaries are all based on values and our values help to dictate what we need to be the best version of ourselves. In order for that to happen, we have to have those boundaries in place. So if we go back to the acronym HALT, if you look at it, if you don't have boundaries in place to, you know, maybe it's meal prep, maybe it's planning, maybe it's asking for help, angry, dealing with the emotions, putting the things in place. I know that when I am tired or hungry, angry is much easier emotion for me to hit. So I recognize those things. Being tired, giving yourself, putting those boundaries in place of when you know you need to be in bed by, or if you want to be up earlier in the morning to give yourself time, how, what time do you need to go to bed? Put those plans in place so that you can, you're giving yourself a chance for success. Self-care practices, what self-care practices do you need in order to be the best version of you? 
Remember, self-care is about giving the world what is the best of you and not what is left of you. Again, I say this with a lot of love. The only person who can give the world what is best of you is you. That's it. No one else can come in and do it. And if you don't do that, if you don't make that a priority, the world is continually getting what is left of you. And that doesn't feel great. Trust me, I've done this. It doesn't feel great. So putting those boundaries into place will help you to meet those basic needs of self-care so that you can bring the best version of yourself forward. So putting those self-cares and boundaries, self-care and boundaries into place, they're literally the ultimate sign of self-respect. It is self-respect. They're not selfish, as a lot of people like to think they are. They are self-respect. They take time to implement and master. I, I don't know if we ever master it, to be totally honest, but they take time to implement and get better at. And it also requires grace and compassion. Because listen, sometimes we have to give ourselves more grace and compassion. As I came through recovery of back surgery last year, wow, I think 2020 was a lesson in compassion for me because I had to accept my body was not the same. I couldn't do what I was doing before. I was doing the best that I could. And I had to be satisfied and recognize the progress that I had been making. So Grace and compassion are tricky ones to learn and they do take a lot of practice. So give yourself some grace there. Okay. I love to know how this one lands for you because this really quantified everything I talk about with self-care. And I love this acronym. And again, it's from comedian Whitney Cummings. So I listened to the universe three times. This came across my plate in a matter of days. And I went, okay, I'm going to look it up and I'm going to read it and understand. So I want to share it with you. I would love to know what your take-home message is. What you are going to implement after listening to this, share it, tag me on social media, and I will definitely comment and cheer you on because I'm cheering you on. I want you to create change in your life so that you can live your best life. That's literally what we're here for. So thank you again for all of your shares, your reviews, and everything that you're doing because it helps me to continue to spread this message further. If you want access to the quiz that I mentioned, send me a message, um, connect with me because it should be available by the time this podcast launches. Have a great week. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Own Your Choices, Own Your Life podcast. If you love this episode, please submit a rating and review on iTunes and please share it with someone you think could benefit from hearing this message or this podcast. I love connecting and meeting you. So please screenshot the episode and tag me on social media or Instagram stories at Marsha Van W. And until next time, remember when you own your choices, you truly own your life.